no, stop okay. adding Sorry, more stuff. it's always good to try ideas and then no, fucking really slate not. them. I have no problem with that. It's all about letting go, speaking. Your workshopping is horrific. I know, it's awful, but I you've know. got to try. Why at the end of every sentence do I go like that? Yeah. Right. Rach, you're really fucking I'm irritated. Irritated with you. I'm irritated. Yeah, Welcome to I Wish I Was an Only Child, where we, Kath... That's me. ...and me, Rachel Mason, speak to other siblings about the dynamic of their relationship so we can see where we're going wrong. This week we spoke to Nicola and Rosie Dempsey. Better known as musical comedy duo Flo and Joan. Kath obviously kept trying to ally with one of them, which is, is her way. So uh, every time we speak to someone, Kath says, yes, you are me, you are me. But I know I felt we were a fair mix. When you were saying about getting men, you said... I'd never say that. Getting men? Uh, I think it was... <laughs> Sorry, when you were talking about getting men. <laughs> But why at the end of every time I say anything, I go, I go like that? <laughs> <laughs> right. Who's the funniest? Oh. You make me laugh the most. You're like, on paper, you're the funniest. I'm the driest, but when the ideas I pitch are the most unfunniest. Rosie's more fun than I am, and I'm like more dry I'm, funny. I'm funner, yeah. You're you're cleverer. You write jokes. I can't sit and write a joke. I don't I don't know how to do it, but I can be like, oh, on stage, if we say it like this, it would be funny. Mm-hmm. So the per- you complement each other perfectly is what you're saying. I oh, think yeah. so. It's embarrassing to say it, but I think that's sort of what happens. <laughs> yeah, and I bet you don't say it to each other. No, no. we certainly never compliment each <laughs> no. other. No, I'm no definitely way. the funniest. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you'll definitely you'll see. Yeah, and I'm definitely the most irritated. But um, <laughs> but, but so that, oh, that's really interesting because you just immediately both said the other. Mm. Yeah, or you're just very polite. I mean, I don't think we're particular. Not about it. We're not polite about each other. I don't think. No, we'll definitely tell each other when they're not funny. And I think that's probably why we know our strengths and weaknesses is because we're both like this thing needs to happen now. I'll take it and I'll like I'll write that and then we sort of, we just sort of know who's better at what really. But do you yeah. ever just sit down and cry laughing? And I'm not talking about work, just throughout your life. Have you, do you just get stuff that nobody else gets between you? Oh, 100%. And yeah. then we try and turn it into a song or whatever, and then an audience thinks you're absolutely out of your fucking mind. <laughs> they then don't laugh, and then it makes it either makes you laugh more because you're like, oh, this is really embarrassing that we find this. We'll, like, try new material in front of, like, our housemates or whatever just to, like try and get a gauge on if it's okay and we'll be like crying not being able to get through a song and they're like cool do you want a tea <laughs> and we'll just leave like it's really excruciating yeah so, yeah but how did that work when you were younger did you did you make each other laugh a lot when you were younger or did you hate each other like we did I I've tried to think about this a lot and I don't I can't there were definitely moments when I when I have hated you so much mm-hmm. like wanted to destroy you Mm -hmm. but I think a lot of our laughter came from making fun of our mum I think at the dinner table probably making fun of her when we were in teen when we were teenagers I I think we were just like pretty indifferent to each other yeah what's the age difference just two years so it's not very much yeah we're just really different and so just never crossed we didn't really cross paths I feel like we'd make each other laugh though yeah but it wouldn't be we weren't best friends and we weren't like it wasn't intentional I think I don't know if I ever found you funny, actually. Thanks. <laughs> so were you at different schools? You had different friends? We were at the same school, but definitely different friends. We might have had, like, a, we had a little crossover 
Actually, no, we had no crossover. No. No. Rosie was very cool, and so I was, like, incredibly intimidated by all oh, my friends. Oh, you are so me. <laughs> Absolutely um, amazing. And that goes through to, like, all of your university friends as well. They're yeah. all, like, really, really nice people, but just really cool. And so I just didn't ever dare go anywhere near them. And did more people fancy her? Like, we oh, had that situation. Yeah. I think so. I don't know, though, because I, I think I was sort of, like, the weird one of the cool group, so I was never, like, the fancy person. I was always the one that the boyfriends would come and have a laugh with when they got bored of their boring girlfriends. <laughs> I think that's what... I, I don't Because I, I didn't really date anyone at school. No. Um, yeah. I, th- I mean, we probably both had similar similar success or failure mm. in um, in that. Yeah. We, we were never the... Um, <laughs> the hot girl on Never campus. the Olsen twins on campus, you know? No. <laughs> Rachel was. I wasn't. No, 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 no. So Who's... describe each other. Describe each other. In a nutshell. <laughs> um, right, like as now or now, or like, yeah, now, um, bookish, oh, smart, uh, dry, funny, nice, lovely, <laughs> lovely. <laughs> Nicola, okay. can you can you describe Rosie in a nutshell? Uh, fun, sociable. Um, like very personable and do a bad one. What so that you feel better about calling me basically a nerd? <laughs> I said bookish. Bookish is a lovely way to describe a nerd. I think. <laughs> and you are bookish. Okay. Um, sociable, fun, um, funny, um, and. God. Can I just say three? I feel like we don't have yeah. to do a word for word, right? Is there anything you're covering up? Are either of you being nice or do you think you could say something horrible to the other person? We like argue. Oh, and stubborn. We're, but we're both really oh, stubborn. Oh, yeah, we're both stubborn, yeah. Um, so I think that's like probably the thing we hate the most in each other. And we like really hate that in each other. But we also both have it. So you're like, great. So how does that work? Yeah. How, how do you get anything done? You choose the hills that you're... you're you're willing to die on a lot of it is like don't want to argue about that anymore it's you get you win that one let's move on and then you pocket it for an i told you so moment later on down the line <laughs> yeah you just got you store it we've got a nice i'm sure both of us have got a nice little bank of like i fucking told you that wasn't gonna work or i knew this was gonna happen so yeah, neither of you is in charge there isn't because in control of everything and basically gets their own way the whole time no not really i wouldn't say so i love how you simplify it because that's basically how it works with us yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's the bitch? Who's in charge with you two? Yeah. Well, who do you think? Definitely. See how the next few minutes unfold. Do you have to? (laughs) (laughs) So you were. I'm interested. You were indifferent. The word you used was indifferent to each other growing up. So when did you come back together? Because obviously music's a theme for you. But how did you come sort of get closer, come back together, and end up working together? I think we sort of when we went away to uni because you went to London and I went to Cardiff. And I think then you sort of realised like, oh, we quite. We didn't love each other. Like, we've never... It, like, we sort of say it in shows, like, we're not best friends. And we do mean, like, we're not best friends. Like, it's not a bit. Um, but I think we just sort of... You move away and then you're like, oh, quite... I sort of miss that person that I lived with for 18 years or whatever. Um, so I think we sort of got a little bit closer then. And we still have, like... We both like like the theatre and musicals and stuff. So we'd, like, both... We'd do those things together in a way that our friends probably didn't like it as much as we did. So that yeah. was, like, a nice bonding thing. Or, like, weird TV stuff or, like... Yeah weird shows and stuff that 
we hadn't well I hadn't found the friends at uni yet who I could share that stuff with so, but I'm like oh I know Nicola will love this mm. and then you sort of like miss that like that reference point person a little bit and I think we just grew our tastes were always quite similar we we're watching the same comedy um and wanting to see the same stuff and listening to similar music so that you were like the person who you could share those fun bits with that you mm-hmm. haven't found anyone else to do with yet at yeah. uni and then we like I moved to Toronto and Rosie came out to join me and we just ended up living together because we didn't know anyone else so we're like well it makes sense to just live together um and yeah that's sort of when we started working together as well and so Rosie why did you follow her yeah good question (laughs) I mean seriously (laughs) that's quite a long follow yeah yeah Yeah. it's a long follow that's not just you wear the same top as me that's why you're living in the same country yeah I I remember I left uni and I didn't know what to do so I just worked for a year and then earned money in a pub and was supposed to go travelling with friends, but that fell through. So I had, like, an itch where I wanted to not be in England. And Nicola was doing courses with The Second City. Do you know The Second City? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah she did some courses out there, and it just looked, like, so much fun. Like, I applied for a few drama schools, but just didn't quite know what I was doing and didn't turn up to a couple of... I just was lo- a bit lost, and I just didn't know really how you do monologues and auditions I just didn't know so like that kind of theatre bit just passed me by but I'd always had like a little itch to do performing and stuff um and then you were at the school that allowed you to do performing and like comedy stuff and improv and stuff it just looked really fun like whose line is it anyway kind of stuff and I thought oh I could I could definitely try that I've got money to spend I've got nothing holding me in England um we didn't go at the same time as we went separately so you did a few months in Chicago and then you left and I did a few months in Chicago and mm-hmm. then met you in Toronto. But I'd never planned to stay in Toronto. I didn't, because I, st- I still just sort of like had my summer suitcase and went out to visit you and was probably going to go home. And then I think I just got to Toronto and was like, I'll just stay for, I've literally got nothing to come home for. I'll stay. I stayed in an Airbnb for a month, I think. But you weren't going to be with Nicola, were you? You were, be- you were doing it for your own thing, because I would just follow rage basically yeah so and Nicola were you pissed off that she was was it irritating that she was there or were you pleased or have you ever talked about this I think we have I think like Rosie's a better actor than I I'm not an actor like I'm I went to learn how to write I wanted to be a tv writer so I went and did like improv and stuff and was like oh I know I'm not this is not where my skills lie like I enjoyed it but I wasn't gonna be a professional at it but I knew that Rosie would enjoy it because she's funny and she was like she's a good actor so it was just one of those. And where I like, I just really enjoyed it and was like, you'll have a fucking great time and you're not doing it. Your other option is to go to Thailand with your friends, which is like... <laughs> Glad I didn't do that. Yeah. So at that point you're like, well, if you're not going to stay, then like do it and it'll be fun and then see you later. So I wasn't like, I was never angry at it. There's always that little bit where you're like, oh, she's better than me. Oh, she's a lot better than me I at improv. At improv you were. Oh yeah, improv. But, but I couldn't write a sketch. And also I'm like self-aware enough to know that it was never going to... It was not like, this was my thing. Like, yeah. I'm not an idiot. I know I'm not a good actor, so I can't be annoyed at someone who's better at acting than me. Neither of you are dependent on each other, are you? That's what it sounds like. You're both quite self-contained. Yeah, um, yeah. I think so. I think so. We, like, we're definitely, like, oh, separate. Right. But you sort of are dependent on each other now because you've got this... We're contractually obliged to be dependent on yeah. each other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And how does that feel in terms of being a double act? You, do you ever worry that the other one might decide they don't want to do it anymore? I have thought about this because I was thinking... Wait, what? <laughs> 
if I was like, if if we stopped doing this, mm-hmm. you'd just go and be a comedy writer because that's what you're good at. And you'd be an actor. I'd probably try and do. I'd. I think I'd struggle a lot more because it's a lot more difficult, and I mm. don't quite have enough of the skills to back me up. <laughs> yeah, but you. <laughs> but I'd also. I love. I. This is a this is a cheesy thing to say, but I love everything that she writes. So I would be excited that you're doing something that I can also enjoy at the same mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And also, she could write the sitcom that you could star in. So yeah. it could be perfect. Yeah, yeah. That, let's get that in writing. And yeah, let's, let's <laughs> get on with it. <laughs> but what happens if you've got a gig or whatever, and you have a massive row? You're saying you're both really stubborn. Have you had situations? You must have had situations where you. It, the reason we're doing this podcast is so many people said to us, you know, how can you work with your sister? People would yeah. either say, oh, my God, it's the best thing ever. And you, I'm sure you get this. Or I would rather die than work with my sibling. Yeah, yeah. I get that more than anything. Yeah. So, And, and I, we're just fascinated because our relationship's really so intense. It's, fu- it's dysfunctional. It's intense. We're finding this out more and more. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's really interesting talking to all these, you know, d- different siblings and I keep, we keep coming across people that are just, just get on and it's all fine and I can't cope with it. We definitely don't. Not all the time. Well, do, but do you find that you have, like, shorthand with each other and you can tell each other, other to, like, fuck off? Totally, and... yeah. totally. But totally. it's usually, yeah, we've got a meeting. Cass like, well, we're not doing it. So I'm like, we've, we've got a meeting in, like, an hour? Well, I'm not fucking doing it because, you, you know, is we have this constant... Yeah, no, exactly, that'll be edited out. <laughs> but, um... But, the, but then it gets shit done as well, though, and then you yeah. can be like, don't want to do it, do want to do it. And yeah. you don't yeah. have to worry about, like, ruining... Like, having to find another person that you would do the business with or whatever. Like, yeah. you're always going to be sisters. You can't, like... I mean, the worst-case scenario is you don't talk to each other ever again, but... But do either of you just walk away and see... And I don't know if you're in relationships. If you are, would you slag the hell off out of the other person to your other half? Because I Because I, I do. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We've definitely had, like, recently we were having a discussion about something and I think for the first... It was, like, during lockdown and we don't live together. So it was from, like, two separate places. And it's the first time where I I slammed the laptop in the middle of a conversation. was just like, fuck you, and slammed it. And then afterwards, again, I'm stubborn. It was like, well, it's obviously her fucking fault and I'm not... I'm not fixing this. It wasn't my fault. It was. And then what happened? And then what? Ha- how did it resolve? I think we will usually just send a text and be like, I'm sorry, let's not get to that point again. We will. But like at that point, you're just like, we're drawing a line under it. Like we're drawing a line under this because we'll never, other will ne- we won't move past it. Are you affectionate with each other? No. Right. See, that's the same as us. You would never hug each other. We, I don't think we've ever hugged no. each other. Or, like, on there'll be an occasion every now and again where you'll say, do you want to hug? Because Aww. she'll look like she needs a hug. But we'll, in either situation, we'll both be like, no. No. I feel like there's a couple of times that we've hugged before a show, we've hugged after a show. Earlier on, though, we definitely wouldn't... I'm, like, maximum two times that might have happened. And we've had, like, big gigs where afterwards you'd think, like, you'd hug the person, oh, we've just done this amazing fucking thing. And we're just like, cool, well done. <laughs> but you never say I love you, because we would never oh, say that. Jesus, no. No. That I makes w- me feel sick. Even even this is making me sweat. I even, know, yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I don't... No. I find siblings who are overly affectionate extremely scary. And embarrassing. I, I don't understand siblings who hug. So what's your family background? Were you, have you got both parents still together and did one of you was more father-oriented or were you brought up by a single parent? How did that work? 
Yeah, we were seeing our mum, our father passed away when we were kid, very young, like baby yeah. age. And so it was mostly a single, it was mum basically yeah. until we had a stepdad at, I can't remember how old I, I think was. I was about 12. 12, so I'd have been 10. The golden years. That we bagged a stepdad. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, they're still together. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a lot of like aunties. We, our mum's got lots of sisters. So I feel like we spent a lot of time just going round aunties and cousins nan. and stuff. And our nan was... Um, single parent. She was a single parent. Well, not the whole way through, I don't think, but... Her um, husband didn't die, but they, they just divorced. divorced. Yeah. So, so, like, she basically raised, like, her six kids. Yeah, it was very female, wasn't it? Yeah. So were, was either of you rebellious? Or were you both rebellious? Or, you know, did you kick off in your teenage years and, like, Rachel stormed off to New York? Which one of you did that? <laughs> That's amazing. How old were you when you stormed to New York? 18. She so couldn't I cope just, with me. Yeah, I couldn't cope with Kath. Because so we, were ne- we really didn't get on as kids. Yeah, Kath was tricky. I'm tricky. So I just basically watched lots of telly <laughs> and thought, Let's go, I'll go to America, it's, it's shiny there. Do you know what I mean? It'd be lovely. And I au paired yeah. for you and it was absolutely horrific. It was awful. But it was, actually it was better than being living in Cheltenham with you. <laughs> so there was, a, there was a good side to it. Um, but yeah, so I, but I would say I wasn't actually rebellious. I was normal, whereas Kath wasn't. I had boyfriends. I snogged, mm. bo- you know, Kath didn't do any of that. But again, you were sort of going along your indifferent paths, I suppose, and not having flaming rows or just get yeah getting on with your lives right yeah we'd probably still have flaming rows i remember like i think i was about 13 or 14 and i think i didn't feel well and i was like lying on the sofa all of the fights in our house were about who had the sofa who had the remote control and who got msn that was what most things were and so and we used to wind each other up a lot so you'd like find the thing that like you'd find that little nugget that would like piss the other one off and you absolutely lean into it (laughs) and I think I was like I felt sick I was lying on the sofa and you just being you were just being a prick and you I think you'd gone into the kitchen and I just followed you and like punched or no I think I brought my hand from like behind me and just swang it yeah and then immediately was like oh dear and like <laughs> legged it upstairs and locked myself in the bathroom and you I had think... a lot of you have a lot of I think you still do have a lot of inside aggression oh thank you <laughs> oh. there's that other time where you grabbed my you put your fingers into my arms because I wouldn't get off MSN I don't remember and that. it was I'm like full, sorry I had like circle like little semicircle moon marks on my arm where she'd like grabbed into my arm I'm so sorry oh, wow. and you'd also have long finger like you would have, have like that emo long fingernail look you didn't have long you fingernails did. I didn't have long fingernails you heard it here first okay <laughs> should we let this carry on yeah no <laughs> keep going I want to know more so you're full of rage and you're um uh, Rosie's not full of rage basically oh she's absolutely perfect I take oh no I'm full of rage I take I did a lot of sports so I think I just got oh, mine out on okay on the sports pitches. Yeah. You can't really get your anger out in choir. Yeah, but you were definitely <laughs> <laughs> on your piano. Yeah. Hello. Here to Judge is a new weekly podcast from Little Wonder where we dismantle predicaments posted online. Featuring spicy dilemmas from Am I the Arsehole on Reddit. I haven't stopped giggling since you've said the word poops. <laughs> to Am I Being Unreasonable quandaries on Mumsnet. I'm an adult and I'm reading this aloud. <laughs> Join me, Priya Hall. Me, Robin Morgan. And me, Leila Navabi. Subscribe to Here to Judge now on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. I love this podcast so much.
you were definitely the more like you would wear thick eyeliner under your eyes and yeah. you went a little bit emo-y yeah. a little bit um don't talk to me mm. everything's everything's shit <laughs> can you remember any each, each other's sort of like worst outfits as teenagers or children actually because mine was well <laughs> i'm actually giving away mine yeah no let oh, them no. speak Let's yeah move past me. <laughs> <laughs> i've got no sense of style and i've never had any sense of style that's not always true. That's fairly true. <clears throat> you pull and, out some cool things. But like, but in do you general, care? Do you care? I don't care. So I look terrible. But I genuinely don't care. I yeah. think I look good and then I oh. see a photo and I'm like, why did nobody tell me? <laughs> I like just don't. You like there are people who just know how to put outfits together yeah. and they know how to dress themselves. And I just can't do. I'm also like I'm really really short, so finding clothes to fit is like a struggle in itself. And I think I've just always been like that, where I've just, I've not, I've worn, when I was a kid, I'd wear clothes and not realise that they looked massive. And so I therefore looked insane. Um, and I also like, I've got, my hair used to be really long and frizzy and straighteners hadn't come in. And I have braces and glasses. I just look like ugly Betty. I think we're soulmate. I think we <laughs> might be. Yeah, but then also, I went through a tomboy stage where I, yeah. everything I wore was probably like, I used to, hairspray my hair I've got a massive forehead which is why I've got a fringe right now but um I'd like I wanted to be a boy I just hairsprayed my hair to the back of my head all my family used to call me helmet head I'd wear boys clothes I begged mum to buy me boxers from Asda <laughs> wanted to skateboard this is when I was like in year seven or eight and then started to find more girly clothes and that was like yeah Quicksilver and Roxy like those cool like and in your transition you would borrow my clothes to get yeah I'd still wear some of your clothes Mm. yeah but were you ever embarrassed by each other I don't think so because that's very different looks they are very (laughs) different I don't think I was embarrassed and I don't think I'd ever like now I'll I'll, you'll sometimes turn up in something I'll be like oh bad choice (laughs) (laughs) what about partners have you, do you always like each other's partners? If you have one or exes or whatever, do you tend to get on? We've never you... had any partners, really, to, like... I had one at uni that I remember. Do you remember? Cyril Hall. Oh, yeah, I went for a roast dinner with him. Yeah, and I, inter- I never actually really liked him. Sorry. Cyril Hall. But it's, that's no surprise to you. <laughs> um, and I remember introducing... We went on a night out, at, or, like, went to the bar at uni, mm. and I remember thinking, oh, this just isn't... That's he's not her type of person, mm. um, but yeah, we haven't actually like dated that much, really. No, and it's a thing I think as well where we just keep that. That's like a thing that we just don't really discuss between each other. So you wouldn't talk oh. about that with each other, as in like at one point at the wedding, you'd be like, "Oh, by the way, this is John," <laughs> but like really? it's just I think it's like another way to like keep our lives separate, like because everything is so shared. That you've got to keep some stuff that you're... But I would hope that I could hang out with... I would hope that I could have a boyfriend that you'd want to hang oh, out yeah, with. Oh, yeah, I'm not... I don't mean, like, let's keep keep people under lock and key until you... Like, we're on, like, dating apps or whatever, but you wouldn't really talk about it that much. So if you met someone, you would not phone the other up and go, I met... You just wouldn't do that. We would. I'd be like, I went on a date with someone, I really like them, going on a date again. Yeah. I'm with this... Oh, yeah, and I'd be like, sorry, Nicola, can't write a song today. I'm going to Walton Towers with John. Walton <laughs> <laughs> Towers, nice. But yeah, I think I'd. Uh, I we also like when I'm dating, people are always like, "Oh, do you go for someone who likes what you do or likes comedy?" And part of me is like, I want to be with someone who doesn't actually like doesn't have to see me live and still gets on with me because I want to 
be able to come home after a gig and chat to someone, maybe not about the gig, mm-hmm. about something else, like to sort of just keep other if I'm talking like if I date a comedian, then you're only talking about comedy. How never date horrible a comedian. Is that? Oh Ever. god, no. Oh, yeah. You Don't couldn't worry. pay me enough money. Yeah. <laughs> not that the offers are flooding in at all. They're really not. But red tape. <laughs> but you're basically saying you've got to have enough areas of your life that are separate. I think yeah. so. Just so much of it is because I feel like that. I feel like that we're in this rattled old marriage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It feels like. And you, it's that thing where you go. We've got. I mean, I am married. I am married, and Kath does have a relationship, and we each have a son. But I know it's miraculous. <laughs> I know. I know, it's amazing. <laughs> she's she's let me as well. Yeah. But but you you have to have. I feel like that. You have to go away. You have to have some space to go out and mm. you know because our friend we've got lots of mutual friends. Obviously, we're in the same business. So similar to you, yeah. But you've got separate, whereas we have lots of mutual friends. Yeah, we don't have a lot of separation. Which mm. is... Do you hang out together with your partners? Yes, yeah. all the time. We yeah. go on holidays. We go on we holidays. Yeah. Oh, no. I won't yes. let Rachel. Rachel's about to leave London, and I'm so furious about it. I yeah. can't. She wouldn't doing... speak to me for a few days yeah. when I said that. So. And, I'll and just the pro- only reason I'm doing this podcast is to try and get <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even though you can do it remotely, you can do it from anywhere. But <laughs> Kath was still like, well, fuck that. I'm pissed off. So, yeah. <laughs> so is there any traits that you envy in the other? Something you wish you had? You're naturally more clever, I think. Mm-hmm. I was more... I'd read the textbook. I'd study loads before the exam and, like, check off everything that I had to know. But you would you could probably not listen in class and then go do the exam and still know the answers, I reckon. Mm-hmm. Don't she disagrees. Well, I like. I thought that was the case, and then I sat my A levels and fucked them based on that. Like, oh, no. oh, I'll be fine. So, like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. What do you envy about me? Um. Oh, you're very sociable. Okay. She's like very personable and sociable and easy to talk to, and I think I'm quite standoffish. And people, you can't hide it. People know that I'm. I look difficult to talk to because I am difficult to talk to. Like, I wear it on my face. I think I wear it quite obviously. Even if you'd never met us, you could watch a show and be like, one of them's bubbly and one of them's not. And you'd be like, oh, well, glasses. Um, So I think, yeah, I'd like to be more sociable. And you have more time for people in that same way where I'm like, I don't like anyone here. I'm not going to stay. But you are very loyal, though. (laughs) I'm loyal to, like, I'm really loyal to the people that I love. But if I, like, go to a party and there's no-one there that I like, I'll just leave. Um, <laughs> Rosie, would you leave a party if you didn't? Or would no, you? she's never going to leave No, you're never going to leave a party, obviously. I actually... I don't... I famously Rosie don't know down. how to leave a party. <laughs> I, ca- I can't go to bed until I know that everyone has left. I have to be the last... Really? I'm really... I'm really, really bad for last orders... The call I saw that's at the bar, I've li- I'm literally sucking the taps until <laughs> the whole uh, whole place is out. I'm not really, now, I'm I hope. Really bad for it. Uh, no, not now, no. Well, I'm sanitising <laughs> the taps and then sucking them. Exactly. So yeah. who is the most competitive? Me. Rosie. Rosie once, we were playing a game of frustration and she flipped the board and told our stepdad to go fuck himself. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I don't think it was Terry. It was Someone Terry. cheated and I, if anyone's going to cheat, it's only going to be me. Okay, don't fair. you dare cheat on the game that I'm about to cheat on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And Nicola, uh, yeah. You, Nicola, you're just much more laid back. You're not. Um, I'm still competitive, but Rosie's more competitive. Okay. You'd be quietly competitive. If we were playing a quiz, you'd be quietly competitive. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm annoyed when I've lost, but I don't try and sabotage other people to win. 
<laughs> I'm more angry that my own ability hasn't allowed me to win something. Yeah. But I feel like you get more angry that someone else has beaten you. Yeah. Do you ever lie? Do you ever lie to each other? Probably. I don't think... I'd maybe tell a white lie, but... Yeah, nothing massive. Oh, nice. you backed off there. Yeah, we do lie. Oh, no, we don't. <laughs> Wait, no, we don't. I've, well, I've like definitely lied to you, but nothing like you. It'd be something like, oh, yeah, I've been looking at... Uh, I've been looking at the song <laughs> yeah. all day. You haven't been, like, if yeah. you're writing something. The Google Doc says it hasn't been edited in 36 hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, like, I've been thinking about this idea. I've literally, five minutes before this call, had a, had a tiny little yeah. write down of some notes. So there's nothing, <laughs> nothing you want to come clean with the other now? No. No. Not really, no. I don't think there's anything exciting enough that even if I did, it would be like, oh, I've still got your jumper that I nicked a couple of years ago. Yeah. But I there's don't know. There's that. Lo- in the job that we do, there's not really enough, there's not really much to lie about because we see every email, we're in it, mm-hmm. we do everything together, we're mm-hmm. at every gig together. There's not there's not a lot of margin for the for a lie because we're all eyes on everything mm-hmm. together at the same time, so in the career that's the case but in general in childhood times i've mm. probably a million things i lied to you about but i mm. don't remember them who's most likely to fall over oh me i've got literally on i'm not gonna show you it's on my knee on tuesday night no last thursday i we were doing a gig and i stepped i skipped onto the stage and stacked it immediately and i've got a massive egg on my right knee and then a huge bruise on my left leg Ooh. I fall over all the time. Every I'm... time we do a gig that we're nervous about, I always whisper in her ear just before we walk on saying, I hope you fall down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> That's Aww. the only tradition I think we have. You say, I hope you fall down the stairs, and I say, I hope you have the worst show of your life. Yeah. And so we, we never hug. Stage. We just hope. Hello, we... everybody. <laughs> have either of you done a gig? Have you ever done a gig where you just go, fuck you, I'm not going on? We've had, like, small moments where, like, was it you, we went to do a song and you'd, like, left like your egg shaker or something off stage so she had to like leave the stage to go and get it and it was the scariest like one minute of my life where I was like I can't do this I'm, I can't talk to people I can't talk to people and she can't play the piano mm-hmm. so without the other one it's really shit for the audience like it's just terrible so I don't think she did thank I fucking god I, yeah. I would have left yeah. the stage Nicola, do you feel a responsibility, being the older sister, do you feel a responsibility towards Rosie? Because I've never asked you that, whether you feel a responsibility towards Oh, I don't, but me. you feel huge responsibility yeah, towards Yeah, so that's me. weird. Yeah. Who's so, the older one out of you two? Kat. Oh, yeah. I'm the old, yeah, but Rachel, mentally, Rachel, actually me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but I've never, ever asked that and never thought of oh. that, and I'm thinking with you two, so, yeah... Nicola, do you feel a responsibility towards Rosie because you are the older sister? Um, How does that feel? I can't imagine. Not as the older sibling, but just as, like, as a work... Like, as kids, you're like, oh, that's my little sister. But now, I if I feel a responsibility, it's not because you're my younger sister, I don't think. Mm. I think it's more of, like oh, it looks like she's having a bad day, are you sure this is okay? Or, like, we don't have to say yes to this or we don't have to do that. But it's not because she's my younger sister. It's just, like, that's, like, a work... More of a work thing than it is of, like, oh, I have to take care of you because if I don't, mum's going to kick off sort of thing. And we also never grew up... 
I never, I don't think I ever went to you for advice. No. So it, there was never like the older sister helping the younger sister out, like not in a mean way, but that wasn't I, a dynamic. I'd just, ne- I'd never go to Nicola and be like, oh, I need your help with this. Or... No one should ever come to me for advice ever. <laughs> but... why, why would you not go to her for advice? That I'm surprised. I don't know. Okay. I think because I probably worked it out already myself. Mm. Or be like, I'll sort this out. I'll deal with it. I'll, I know what's the right thing to do, kind of thing. So I never kind of needed you in that way. Mm. I think. Yeah, I don't think I ever came to you. Who's most likely to complain to a waiter? I can't decide. I'm trying to think if I could judge that. Yeah. Do you think... Oh, no, I don't... No, Actually, I we'd probably to a waiter. both stick our heads in the sand. Oh, yeah. If the, if the food's cold, I'll eat the cold food. Yeah. They'll walk away and I'll say, fuck's sake, it's cold. But I'll eat it. We went out to dinner yesterday um, and they brought... I think they were supposed to be pork dumplings. I'd ordered pork dumplings and the woman put she down... She loves a dumpling. That's fucking love dumplings. And she, like, put the plate down and was like, chicken dumplings, walked away and Rose was like, weren't they supposed to be pork? And I was like, yep. <laughs> and then ate them. Like, <laughs> chicken's fine. Whereas I'd get Rachel to complain and I would never complain, but yeah. I would make Rachel do it. That's weird that neither of you complain, though. You're both the yeah, same on that. Weird. We could be so much further in life if either of us had any kind of faith in ourselves as human beings. Yeah. I can't be... I hate confrontation. We're yeah. both really bad with confrontation. Mm. Really bad. It makes it makes me shiver thinking that I'll ever have to confront no, someone. you're good with mm. it, right? Even, like, when we're doing shows and stuff, when people will, like, set something up or... Like, they'll do it wrong. And Rosie would be like, isn't that a bit too high? Like, isn't your piano too high? Or isn't that pedal in the wrong place? And you're like... We did it, actually, it's when we did Drank Too Much at the at Melbourne Comedy Festival and they'd wheeled the piano on. We'd done like a, we'd done tech and everything had been like labelled and put in the right place. And then when it got to the actual show, the piano was like way off to one side. But I was too, we'd been told like, you've got like this much time and we knew that we were like really up to it anyway. So rather than move, th- like rather than fuss about and move things to where they needed to be, I played the whole thing with the piano, like, way off to the left, so I look like I'm fucking hula dancing all the way through. Like, it just looks really odd, where you're like, why is she playing everything to the left? It just looked weird, but at the time I was like, we'll disrupt the show, we don't have enough time anyway. It's probably playable, just work it out. And now there's a video on the internet where you're like, I just like a fucking nutcase. It doesn't look that bad at It doesn't, but when you look at it, you're like, if you just said something... You could have played that and looked like a normal human. And instead, I was like, I'll figure it out. <laughs> like, okay, great. And is that changing as time's no. going? No. <laughs> no. Uh, sometimes I rage, it's like, just spend the time when you go out and still, like, if you're filming something, if it goes wrong, you're allowed to stop and, and do it again. We'd be like, no, 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 get through the song, get through the song and run <laughs> off the stage before anyone can like scream at you. Um, I don't think it has got better. Maybe we take one second extra to regain a breath. Mm. But... No, it's still bloody... Just scared to be alive, actually, is, is the headline news there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know that one. Um, who's, who's happier? Oh. I'll say that I'm not unhappy. I'm not unhappy. I think that's a good place to be as a human. Who's happier? Oh, OK, that's really balanced and good. Yeah. I probably smile more. We sound like therapists. You definitely smile more. But that doesn't necessarily mean I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, um, I feel probably similar. We find our happiness in different bits, mm, I think. Yeah, I think so. My mum used to think that I was a really unhappy baby. Like, as a kid. I don't know oh, why. Right. Like, she dropped it in a conversation, like, a couple of years ago and was like, of course, you were a very unhappy child. And I was like, I thought I was pretty fucking happy, actually. <laughs> like, I don't have any complaints. 
but maybe I've just been like wearing it on my face since I was like six so I just look unhappy all the time but actually I'm having a lovely day. How was Christmas for you two? Give us a give us a sense of your Christmases. Christmas was was and still is the best day of the year. <laughs> Bloody love Christmas. That feeling has never gone away for me. Christmas day it's never going anywhere I don't mm-hmm. think. We'd come down probably early in the morning. Mm-hmm. We'd ha- oh we'd always get stockings at the end of our bed. Mum would mm-hmm. mum would do stockings and put like little bits in them. Like a Jerry Halliwell CD mm-hmm. would be popping at the top. Oh, I always have always had it's still a tradition a box uh, a bag of pick a mix. I'll all, I always get a bag of pick a mix in my stocking, and you'll always get like white chocolate or something. Mm-hmm. Go downstairs. Oh, there was a period of time where we always had to go to church. Mm-hmm. Oof. And then don't don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> As adult women, we can make our own choices about that. <laughs> can I ask whose house you're in now, Rosie? My one. Okay, because yeah. interesting, Rachel will always have to come to me to do anything. I've got a nicer house. Yeah, she said, yeah. yeah, I don't really like your house. So I said, okay, then that's that's why. That's sort of how we've always been. Yeah, like, your flat last time I had a very nice. flat. You've got, Rosie was in a house and I was in a flat, which was just like one room. So it was just it was, impossible. There wasn't a lot of airflow. It's just through. quite small. And then I've only just moved into a new place and I don't really know my roommate. So it feels a bit weird to... But you wouldn't live together? You don't want to live together? No, we did, we did it in Toronto. Yeah, in Toronto we did it for like three years. And again, it's just like, why? I think there are so many, like, people think that there are lots of... I think they see a sibling double act, especially musical comedians, which is, like, embarrassing enough as it is. And then to, like, layer on, oh, you're also siblings mm-hmm. and you're adult. Oh, that's a shame. So, like, the more stereotypes that people probably think are true mm-hmm. that you can go, actually, no, we don't live together. Like, and again, yeah, we just spend all day every day doing work together and we were just like let's just have some fucking space yeah. for a minute you've got to have something else to um, say to each other right that's my view yes, yes. It's just, and yeah. just somewhere else another house to storm off to is there anything you've I'm never said to the other that you want to say now oh that is a good question this is going to sound cheesy but there are some times where I'm really grateful that you've done something. I'll be like, thanks for doing it. And then I'll come home and be like, I hope she knows that. I was really thankful that she did that. <laughs> mm. And then you go back and you're like, I really want to let you know that um, I actually had a really great time. Thank you so much. And they're like, yeah, we understand. Like, that was like, yeah, when Bruce Forsyth comes out of my mouth and <laughs> we had a really great time. Um, that does sound cheesy because we, we are actually like can be quite mean to each other mm. yeah when you won't even hug each other it just feels like a strange thing to be overly yeah. effusive about anything really yeah but uh, that yeah. hugging thing is is made me feel a bit better yeah i wouldn't go near rachel when was the last time you guys hugged oh we've no, never hugged never look hugged. at even like we move apart i'd be upset talking. if she touched me on a sofa yeah even yeah. if I every now and again we'll like do that and you're like oh yeah. jesus why did you do yeah. that yeah. or yeah. we've we have to share a bed a lot where especially um, in the first couple of years, if we yeah. were touring or at Edinburgh Fringe, it, that was one of our biggest expenses. If you wanted to get a hotel, mm-hmm. two hotel rooms, and the only way we could really tour and do fringe is if we shared a bed, um, and that we'd like roll over in the night, and the other one's facing you, and that would be one of the worst things I could ever experience. It made me so sad. Oh, I'm okay with that. That's the only... No, you're yeah. right. That's the only... We, we have shared beds. We shared beds, and, and I think okay. I'm okay with that. But yeah, Rachel... but that's because I don't move. I sleep like this. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. And also, Rachel talks all night. That's all she does. Fucking hell. So this is so Rosie. funny. I, t- I sleep talk. Rosie, loads. and Rosie does this thing, if she's sleep talking, where she'll ask a question, and if you don't answer it, she'll tap you on the shoulder. Oh, no. For an like answer that. where you're like, 
fuck off. <laughs> it's fuck off. The amount of times I've nearly punched her in like a fucking Nottingham travel lodge because she wants to know like where her friend Jess is and you're like, I don't fucking know. Oh, wow. And you're trying to ignore it and she waits. So you have to be like, have you checked the wardrobe? And then she'll fuck off and go to sleep. But you have to give her an answer and it pisses me off <laughs> so much. That's it's just weird. that. A little tiny tap where I'm like, you've got and to fuck in off your away sleep. from me. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever share a room when you were kids? When we were really, really young, we had bunk beds when we were kids. Bunk beds, yeah. Which were the mo- Did you have bunk beds? No, no. Oh, when I think about bunk beds, they were the- they're a gift to kids. They're the funniest oh, things disagree. in the world. I disagree. I think they're, they're horrible. They're amazing. Oh, oh, you'd we- get to fall out of them, oh. jump out. We'd put all your pillows on the floor and jump from the top bunk and smash your head. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, I loved bunk beds. Climb up- they were just monkey bars. Can I no, just go, I sorry, I go back to the sharing a bed? Did you oh, ever yeah. share a bed? Did either of you try and shag the other in the night? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did, yeah. No, did you ever? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Did you... <laughs> this is the podcast where we reveal that we're yeah. sisters who fuck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my God, God. Let's do it. We'll did... This will have the most plays. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Let's go viral. <laughs> this has been a Little Wonder production. Logo artwork from Kathy Mason. Voice from Melanie Walters. Music from Rodri Viney. Special thanks to Beth Forrest, Steve Pickup, Sam Roberts, Henry Whittacombe and Joe Williams. Other podcasts from Little Wonder include Here to Judge and Welcome to Spooktown. Subscribe now on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. That's why. And I punched the vicar apparently.